What's good, family? What's good? What's good? What's good? So I have a story in honor of the 50th episode for the very first season of my podcast. And I said to myself, what better way to bring in this 50th episode than to talk about my favorite Bible story? Because, of course, the first season of my podcast is Christian-based. And my favorite story is Daniel in the lion's den. So I'm going to read about the story. And as I go along, as you all know, I'm going to add my ad-libs so I can make it realistic so we can understand in today's time what David went through. David, Daniel went through, right? Let's get into it. Coming from the book of Daniel chapter 6, and I believe it's verse 1 through 28, all right? I'm going to say, say amen when you got it. So just say amen to yourself, all right? <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Darius the Mede, also known as King Day Darius. I keep wanting to say David, y'all, because I've been talking about David all week. But this is not about David. This is about Daniel, all right? Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, okay? And he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king, also known as Darius the Mede, chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. So the king chose, King Darius, chose Daniel and two other officers to help run the kingdom. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers because of Daniel's great ability. The king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Because Daniel was so good at what he did and his ability to be able to perform excellent, the king said, you know what, Daniel? I'm going to put you over my entire kingdom to help assist me. Then check out this part, verse 4. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault. Ain't that a hater? Ain't that about a hater? They began searching for fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. You ever had somebody to try to get you at your job or in your workplace or at school or wherever you're at, in your car, whether you're chilling, whether you're to Walmart, whatever you're doing, and there's people that's trying to nitpick and just get you for little small things to bring you down, a hater being a hater. If you have a social media page and you post that bomb photo, there's going to be that one person that's going to comment, oh, your head too big, or your feet ugly, why your feet ashy, why your hand poking out like that, why your dress look like that, why your body look like that. Haters are going to hate and they're going to try to find, they're going to try, that key word is try, try to find fault in everything that you do. But let's keep reading. They couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn him. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. Y'all. <sighs> Y'all, they... they mm. They came for my man's religion. They came for my man's religion. But let's keep reading. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders 
that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now your majesty issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed. An official law that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. But listen, y'all. King Darius didn't know that Daniel had a prayer life. King Daniel didn't, King Daniel, King Darius didn't know the things that Daniel did outside of helping him. He just knew Daniel to be responsible, loyal, faithful, and trustworthy. But let's keep reading. When Daniel learned about the law that had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with his windows wide open toward Jerusalem. Daniel said, you're going to see me. And that's all it is too. And I ain't ashamed of my God. You're going to watch me pray. He prayed three times a day, y'all, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house. So they went to his house where he was practicing his religion in private. They went to his house, y'all. Like, haters will go above and beyond to bring you down. And that's one thing we have to understand in life. People will go above and beyond to take you down. And you cannot allow people to do that. So listen to what Daniel did. They went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. But let me back up. They saw Daniel praying and asking for God's help. So Daniel was in there asking for God's help because he knew that something bad was about to happen. When the people saw him praying, they went straight to the king snitching. You know, they say snitches get stitches. And reminded the king about his law. They said, did you not know that you signed a law that for the next 30 days that any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, Except to you, your majesty, we'd be thrown into the den of lions. The king says, yes, 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 I did. You know, he's like, I said that. I signed that law. Why? Why are you asking? That decision stands. It's an official law that cannot be provoked. Then they told the king, that man, Daniel, one of the captains from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day, three times a day. Then they told the king, oh, I already read that. So hearing this, the king was deeply troubled and he tried to think of a way to save Daniel because the king's like, wait a minute. Ain't no way. No, I'm not. I'm not getting Daniel. I'm not doing that. I need to find a way to save Daniel because he's the most faithful person I have. Let's keep reading. He spent the rest of his day looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament in the evening, the men went together to the king again and said, your majesty, you know that according to the law, no law that the king signs can be changed. So they're like, look, bro, arrest this joker. He praying to another God and it's not you. You need to lock him up. You need to kill him. You need to put him in a den of lions. So at last, oh, Lord, the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, may your God whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. I can only imagine how he said it because he didn't want Daniel to go. He didn't want to have to put Daniel in that type of situation. A stone was brought in place over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. 
Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. So the king knew that he had made a bad decision, but he signed a law that could not be revoked. Very early that next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in, ang in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you served so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel answered, y'all, Daniel answered. And he said, long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth so that they would not hurt me. For, ha for I have found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. So Daniel said, God sent his angel to close the mouths of the lions so, they, so that they would not hurt me. And he says, your majesty, I have not wronged you. I've done no wrong. All Daniel did was serve his God. And he didn't do no wrong. The people that did wrong was the haters. Haters are going to hate. Let's keep reading. The king was overjoyed, y'all. He was excited. And he ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Follow me to the 24th verse. It says, then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. So you see how you get got for when you see how you get got for trying to get other people. It don't work like that. You ever had somebody do you wrong and wrong came unto them when you're so faithful to God and you're loyal. God will bring you out of situations and God will handle them situations. But keep reading. He had thrown them into the lion's den along with their wives and children. So everybody that did Daniel wrong, all those officials, all those officers, all those governs, he took their wives and their children and them and threw them into the lion's den. And the lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they even hit the floor of the den. Y'all. What? Let's keep reading. Then King Darius sent the message to the people of every race and nation and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with the fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed and his rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus. Y'all. Y'all. I love that story because when you stick with God and you keep God in your life, all good things come from above. And by Daniel staying true to the father, even when everybody said, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that. Or however way people try to get you down in life, having people talk about your photos, whatever people say about the way you act or whatever you do. As long as you keep as long as you keep God first, God will handle everything else. You just got to keep that faith. We got to have that same faith that Daniel had. We got to be loyal like Daniel was. That's why I love the story so much, because I want to be like Daniel. Even when the world shuts me down and tries to close me out because of my beliefs. We got to stay true to the word like Daniel did. And when they saw how good that God was, so by your walk, it was Daniel's walk. He was repetitive in the way he talked to God three times a day, every day. 
So when people saw how loyal he was to this God and how good things started to happen to him and not them, they got some type of way. They were jealous. They became his haters. And they turned against him, not to say they was ever for him. They went to the king and had them change the rules. The king had no idea that he did these type of things. You ever heard, you ever been a good worker somewhere or a good student and they go to the teacher, somebody go to the teachers like, hey, you know, I feel like you should do this thing where we have to write essays with our PowerPoints. Or if you're at a job, I feel like every day we come into the job, we should have to report to the break room and not be able to walk away to other places because there's people doing other things. And even though you're a good student, even though you're that good worker, when that teacher or that boss signs that paper to say, okay, deal. Everybody stays in the break room or everybody has to submit an essay. You still didn't submit that essay because you knew your God. You still went to your car during your break because you had to pray to your God. And because you went to your car, they tried to fire you. Because you didn't do that essay, the students tried to get you in trouble. But your strong suit wasn't your essays. You was able to take an essay and put it into a PowerPoint form. You was able to go to your car and pray to your God. But because they were not able to do that, because they didn't have that relationship with God, because they didn't have that good ability that you had to make those PowerPoints, they became envy of you. And they tried to take you down. But you can't allow people to take you down. You got to keep that mindset of greatness. You got to be faithful to God. You got to be hopeful. You got to stay true to the word. You got to keep God next to you. You got to keep God on you like you keep your phone on you. You got to keep God on you like you keep your wallet on you, like you keep your socks and your shoes on you. You got to bring them with you. And that's why I love the book of Daniel, because he was true to it. He wasn't new to it. He was true to it. But that's all I got, y'all. That's the book of Daniel. And if you want to read it for yourself, Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 through 28. All right. That was the New Living Translation. That's all I got. I'm out. I'm out. Turn the mic out.